Leah Verseveld didn't want to be in politics, not for most of her life anyway. But the Green Party candidate for Nanaimo said when the party asked if she would consider it, she jumped at the chance. What she probably didn't expect was that some random guy would email her, ask her to come to his house. Hello. Good morning. Should I go and get my mask too? And hand her a coat hanger with a microphone clipped to it and ask her to put it around her neck. I know it's weird. Just kind of like how I've got mine. And we started, like we did with each of the candidates, with her parents. My mom had come from England after the Second World War. Nine brothers and sisters and her parents all came to Guelph. It was tough. I mean, it was tough in England. They were on rations from the time my mom was about 10. Part of my life has always been understanding that you can get by on a lot less than you think you can. (laughs) So my dad was born in Holland. And of course, Holland had been devastated by the Second World War as well. He had immigrated to Canada also in 1948. And uh, both of them had kind of made their way across the country doing different jobs. My mom was doing hairdressing, so she ended up in Jasper. They met in Jasper. And do you have brothers and sisters? I do. Where were you in sort of the order of children? I was the firstborn. So what were you like as a kid? I was incredibly shy. I was a geek. (laughs) I wore glasses from the time I was about seven. And um, had some friends. Mostly loved uh, riding my bike. So my mom and dad got divorced in 71. And we moved out to the island. It was a really dysfunctional relationship. All of us came out to the island with my mom. Settled in uh, Oldfield Road near Brentwood. How old were you when you moved over here? I was 15. It's so, a big change for a 15-year-old. Yeah, I was in grade 12 in my high school year. I was I had skipped a couple. You were of in grades grade 12 in when you were 15. Yeah, I graduated when I was 16. Impatience or intelligence? Intelligence. <laughs> I had a pretty high IQ and they just kept bumping me ahead. <laughs> At 16, Leah tried getting into UVic. They turned her away. 16-year-olds can't be in university, they said. So she went to Camosun, did a couple of years of studies, then reapplied. This time, they took her. She mostly took sociology and psychology. Then, after graduating, she went to work as a security officer at a juvenile detention center. But it was a jail. I mean, they called it a detention center, but the kids were in cells. We locked them in at night. We locked them in after lunch. She was 21. Most of the kids there were not much older. I went from naive to extremely savvy very quickly. Had learned a lot of things about psychology and sociology out of books, but I had no experience of destitute kinds of poverty. So that was 1977. In 1980... I got a promotion to work as a probation officer. Over time, I specialized in the family court aspect of the job. In 1985, I got married, and that was to another person who worked in the justice system. And how long were you married for? Uh, Altogether five years. Do you have kids? Yep, two kids from that marriage. My oldest was born in 86. She's now living in Australia. And uh, the next one in 88, she's just living over in Burnaby. Both of them have two kids, have a child each so far, and the one in Australia is having a baby any second now. In 1988, Leah took her family to Australia for a job exchange, working in Melbourne as a probation officer. Not for long, though, only about five or six months. Not everything 
was working out. Yeah, it was really difficult in in uh, Australia at at the time that we had planned to go. There was a uh, an understanding, I guess, between the two of us that he would stay home and watch the kids, and I would go to work. Um, after the second day, he realized that he was not cut out to manage two babies in diapers, and it was making him crazy. So he got a job as well. And after we got back, we split up. So it would have been about 1993 that I met a probation officer who was working in Hope at the time. And we were planning to get married. Lots of reasons why we didn't. But in the meantime, I got pregnant and uh, had another baby in 95. So my son is now 24. In 2002, she remarried. That relationship ended two years later. That's when Leah decided to go back to university for a couple of years, got a master's in conflict management, and again made a big move, this time to Reno, for a job as a family court mediator. But after a few years, the job got eliminated. Leah went to work as a substitute teacher while her son finished high school. And in 2013, her son moved to Saskatchewan to work in the farming business, and Leah moved back to the island. I had come back assuming that I would just jump back into some kind of work. But at the age of uh, almost 60, it was very, very difficult to find employment. Even though I had a master's degree and you know, transcripts from six different universities and colleges, <laughs> uh, I couldn't find work. And so I, I found, eventually found work working for the commissioners. It was difficult to go from earning six figures to $13 an hour. The commissioner work wasn't full-time, so I was able to also work at VIU, primarily with the disability programs, so that people who need accommodations for writing exams, I would, I would make it possible for people to write the exams. Today, she works as a poverty law advocate. What do you think your chances are in this election? At this point, I'm thinking 50-50. Okay. <laughs> if you want a number. Yeah. And if you don't win? Well, I'm still I still have a fabulous job. You know, I still have an incredible family. I still have the possibility of traveling and taking care of my grandkids and being a mom and a grandmom, being a daughter to my mom. Um, it'll be disappointing. Um, but it certainly won't be the end of it. You know, I'm I'm committed. Well, thank you for this. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Good luck. Thank you. It's a good day to come back home with a smile and open arms. Leah Versavel is the BC Green Party candidate for Nanaimo. Music in this episode composed by Patrick Hawes. Music licensing by Source Audio. Fact-checking and production assistance by Sarah Guild. All interviews for this series were conducted outdoors with six-foot-long sanitized microphone cables. This podcast series is produced by Nanaimo's Engage Q Digital. This is the last in the series of interviews with the candidates. If you've missed any, just go to nanaimochronicles.com. And I want to take a moment to thank the candidates and their campaign teams. These were long interviews, more than an hour in most cases. And while the candidates did not get an opportunity to hear or review the episodes before they were released publicly, they did participate in a pretty thorough fact-checking process. Plus, they're probably not used to being told by a journalist that if they start talking about parties or policies or platforms, that I'll just edit it all out. I hope the result was a deeper look at the people behind the names on the ballots, and that you've learned something about them. Not as a candidate, 
or someone to yell at in Facebook groups, but as a human, trying to work for their community the best way they can. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please do. It's free. You just need a podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Overcasts or Pocket Casts. There are a million of them. Go to NanaimoChronicles.com and click the Add to Your Podcast App button. Thank you for listening. I'm Todd Mathen. I could talk all day with you.